Hey, everybody, it's Lee. I know we're heading into the offseason, so we wanted to give a shout-out to our title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena, one more time. And again, we have a coupon for $50 off an annual subscription when you use Hockey Never Stops at hockey.sensearena.com. I always like to remind everybody, I've been using this thing for six months, and I'm just blown away, not just from the VR aspect of it and the virtual reality side of things, but the ability to give different perspectives of the game, whether I'm playing as a goaltender, and I got to admit, it is really hard, but it has really given me a perspective from that point of hockey, which has made me a better coach and a better ice hockey player, or the skater modes, which help you work on cognitive skills and other things like heads-up play that you don't normally get to work on in a practice or a game. So I implore you to check it out. It helps us out. It helps them out. Support our title sponsor, NHL Sense Arena. Get $50 off an annual subscription when you use Hockey Never Stops at Hockey.SenseArena.com. Again, that's Hockey Never Stops. That's the code at Hockey.SenseArena.com. Check it out. And without further ado, enjoy this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. Oh, man, it's April, which means the season is almost over, is over, depending on when you're listening to this. So this is our annual season in review. It's a fun episode where Christy, Mike, and I kind of go through our own experiences and what we learned and what our kids learned. Uh, it's an interesting one because Christy's daughter uh, is done hockey. She just graduated from college, Division One NCAA. Mike's kid's getting into high school and, and younger kid getting into hockey. And I just graduated one mite to find out I'm going to have another mite. And we're going to have a lot of good discussion about that uh, in this episode. So make sure you stay tuned. Uh, and then a couple quick ones for you. Again, we have been nominated as the top hockey podcast of the year with the Sports uh, Podcasting Awards, which is an incredible honor uh, selected by some pretty prestigious people. But as you know, as you as you heard, it goes to a fan vote now. So if you're inclined and you really love what we do, we'd really appreciate your vote to help us try and get that top spot for the year. Uh, a link will accompany the episode. It's going to be really anywhere on social media. Um, if you want to help us out with that. Uh, and also, it's the end of the season, like we said. So uh, we know your kids might be doing other sports or maybe they're doing spring leagues. But off-season is the time of year that you can do a lot of off-ice training. Um, and one of our good friends of the show, Hockey Wraparound, I'm wearing it on my hat because I own the company, uh, It does a lot of stuff with that. Um, there's a discount on ourkidsplayhockey.com, a pretty nice discount. If you want to ever head over to hockeywraparound.com and see our off-ice training tools uh, that will keep your kids from destroying their hockey sticks on pavement or any rough surface, Please check that out because this is the time of the year where these things go out the window. Um, and uh, we definitely move a lot of product and we want to give you, the loyal listeners, a nice discount. So that's at OurKidsPlayHockey.com. But without further ado, let's get you into the year in review episode with Mike Christie and I on Our Kids Play Hockey. Hello, hockey friends and families around the world, and welcome to another edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. It's every year we do it. It's our season in review. The three of us are going to go over our individual seasons with our kids, right? And we're going to talk about what went well, what didn't go well, what we're going to remember. Uh, always an important episode for us because it takes uh, the time for us to reflect on our year, which we encourage all of you to do as well. We did an episode a few weeks ago about maybe you should take a break. I know a lot of you play in spring league even though we said not to. No, I'm just kidding. A lot of you play in spring league. Uh, so, so this episode should serve as that reminder just to take a few minutes and reflect on the season that was so you can move forward to the season that's going to be. And to start that off today, we are going to talk to our graduating senior, Christy Cassiano <laughs> Burns, who has concluded her life as a hockey mom in terms of active playership in her house. Christy, walk us through it. Hey, well, you know, the college years are changing. I have to tell you that. And I think the transfer portal is causing a lot of chaos with a lot of teams because what we saw over the four years is you like to see the teams grow and, you know, the freshmen come in and the teams stay together, but that's not happening anymore. Mm -hmm. They're jumping in the transfer portal. They're, you know, going to other teams. You got kids coming and going all the time. So it's it's kind of hard to gauge how the team's going to progress because you never know when some of your key players are going to jump ship. So it it's a different dynamic now. For sure. Um, we were lucky because we had kids that just, the girls just gelled. They just loved each other. So even though they had some really rough patches during the season, every time they got out on the ice, you never saw that you would think they were the winningest team in the league because of their grit and their attitude which I loved honestly I think the coaching could have been better <laughs> and I say that as a group of parents not just as an individual parents but as a group we saw a lot of 
coaching, questionable coaching. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for that. One is um, I think they needed to freshen up um, some of the coaching staff. There's a coach there that's been there for a really long time. And I am, and the game has changed, you know, uh, the kids have changed, the game has changed. So I think that's something that they, they need to look at. And I'm saying that as a senior parent, looking back the four years, um, I think some advice, if your kids are going through some difficult times, just constantly encourage them. They need to hear that positive voice, especially when it gets really rough. And they'll also figure it out like our girls did. They figured it out toward the end. You know, they didn't make it all the way to the end for the playoffs, but they did make some history. They were first team in their league to uh, to score a victory against another team that was just impossible to beat. And uh, we were really proud of them because, you know, they made history. They, um, they've got some great memories. And um, so all in all, um, you learn, you continue, you constantly learn through the whole hockey part. There's never a season that you don't learn something and take away some lessons. So, and that's the cool thing about hockey. Um, as long as you have a passion and a love for the game and your kids love it, you know, you'll get through it even through the rough times. You know, Chris, you bring up a couple quick points. I want to, I want to tap on one was the the coaching staff, not to stay focused on yeah. that, but for myself, one of yeah. the rules I have for myself is that when I don't have the passion to learn yeah. as a coach anymore, that's yeah. probably a sign for me that it's maybe time to step aside or stop. Right. Cause uh, I, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still very passionate about getting to know the kids and finding new ways to talk to kids right. or adults and, and, and tactically, I'm very interested in that too. I read books about it. I think if that ever subsides, and again, I'm not talking about anybody specifically, but myself right now, yeah. that, that should be a sign. So, or, or it's also a sign you're burnout. Like that, that right. could also be, maybe you need a break. Right. Um, and, and we saw that just with our Syracuse university team. I don't know if you saw it, but Jim Beheim, years yeah. and years and years of coaching finally stepped aside. And, and I think a lot of that was, um, he was, you know, it was time. Right. <laughs> it was time. They, we weren't winning anymore. We didn't make the uh, sweet 16. We didn't even make the uh, NIT. That's how bad it got. So um, yeah, it was time for him to leave. And even though he's a much beloved coach, a lot of people saw that um, it was time, right. you know, so you have to recognize that. I think also too, that, you know, there's always this dream that you want to go out on top. And yeah. <laughs> I, I, on, I honestly don't believe people realize how rare it's insanely rare. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's rare enough to make it right. But to go out on top, like you have to be the right age on the right team at the right moment. And things really have to go your way. And I think if you, if we all just take a moment and think about athletes who went out on top, I bet yeah. you can't even name 10. You know what I mean? Yeah. I bet you can't even You're absolutely name 10. Right. You got to know yeah. when it's time. Right. Yeah. And, and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. It, it, it's, it, it, I would say it's like the summation of your time as a player, or as a coach, that's really the gauge, not, not right. the last moment. Well, at least you hope it's not the last moment. Um, well, that, well, that's what, and, but that's what makes, that's what makes these great people great. Right. They don't think they're ever not going to be great. So I think they're, they, they your, your ego of how you can, you know, whether you're Michael Jordan or Brett Favre or, or uh, Tom Brady, we just saw so recently, or, you know, any of these, these athletes, they, and, and Wayne Gretzky, you know, they win and they're like, oh, I'm great. I'm, I am great. Like I can win again. Like, and I think that's what right. makes them great. Like, so, you know, great. But again, I think on the coaching side though, sometimes it's, wow, am, am I reaching my athletes? Am I, am I being creative and finding new ways to make sure I'm, I'm, I'm attuned to what my athletes needs are? Uh, do I understand, uh, you know, the dynamic of who athletes are nowadays and, and right. communication and there's so yeah. much that goes into it. And, and, you know, sometimes when you're in one place, uh, you, you forget all, like it, I, I use the example a lot when I, when I talk to rec rink owners and they're, and they're looking at their own programming, I'm like, well, have you been in another rink? Like, have you been in another place in the last 25 years? Like I've, I've never been out of my rink. I can never leave here. I go, yeah, but you need to go somewhere else to go see what people are doing so that you're you're not you're not getting run over imagine that um, exactly <laughs> boy that is that is so true mike yeah well and, and the, the, the last point on this one too because we do have to move on but is that you know i hear so many excuses well the kids today are just so much softer look whether that's true or not you got to reflect back in right of well what are you doing to get to the kids mm -hmm. um 
you know, I, I mean, I know a lot of old school coaches and to the credit, most of them are now understanding that this mental fitness, mental health, empathy is part of the game to a point, to a point. It's not give them whatever they want so they can move forward. It's you have to understand how to uh, deal with that. And Christy, again, re reflecting on your season, it sounds like the coaching staff there maybe needs to get some work on that. Another question for you, Christy, I have to ask. I wrote this down. Sure. Uh, we, we did talk about you as a graduating parent a few episodes ago, but we didn't ask about Sophia because um, it's done. It's done now. It's it's yeah. a it's a twenty what two year journey. Um, right. Finished. So how is she? How is she dealing with this? Is yeah, she, is she's him? cool. She, yeah. um, she's excited about the next chapter in her life. You know, she she uh, she got a lot of tools from hockey. I have to tell you, she's really. I think she's better equipped now to face the world and to take it on and to succeed. She's got a lot of really good strategies uh, jumping into the working world now, and she's eager to get a paycheck. <laughs> she, right. She hasn't had a you know full time job ever. You know she she did a little part time work last year as an internship, but she was always training in hockey. When you're a college athlete, it's like having a second job. So when she wasn't True. in the ring, she was in the gym. So that was year round, and now she's looking forward to uh, getting a job and, and seeing what she can do in this world. So yeah, she you know I asked her, do you do you think you might you know want to get back into it at, at some level and she's like oh maybe I'll do some learn to skate programs or maybe coaching or you know jump on a girl's team just to help them out she said but I want to make some money right well look both, <laughs> of, your kids, both of your kids are extremely high performers and excellent people <laughs> uh, and I have no doubt that Thank the parenting you. played a role a major role in that but hockey probably helped out for some of those life skills yeah yeah learning. yeah I think and I and I've heard a couple of employers say this is they love hiring kids who played hockey just because the work ethic is already there. So right. that's kind yeah. of exciting. parents. Oh, we all need to hear that. <laughs> Everybody yeah. listening needs to hear that. There's your ROI. You know, Christy, I'll, I'll, I'll say I'll say this as a final note. I'm so thankful for you and Mike. But um, you know, look, I I preach all the time on this show about the ROI being life skills and that you know it, it's all about the full journey. But look, I'm not, I'm not, uh, uh, you know, impervious to being a, a dad of a mite going on squirt kid and, you know, having the stresses that come along with that. So it's always nice to talk to you because you get these reminders of, you know, my nine-year-old's going to be 19 one day and then he'll be yeah. you know, out of college. And, and you know, the, there is a path here in terms of life skills. And I, I'm so thankful to be grounded in that when I get like, oh, he's not doing this. He's not doing that. He's not loaded this, you know, it, it, it's a journey. It's a long, it's, it's a marathon. It is, it is not a sprint. It's a it marathon, is a marathon, right? It's not yeah. a sprint. So now, just always remember that. Yeah. You did say that Sophia might do some learn to skate. Uh, our friend, Mike Benelli is in uh, Ramapo right now at a, 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 a try hockey for free, basically learn to play type yeah. deal. Uh, but Mike, Crazy. it is Mike's every Mike does this show wherever he is. It could be Florida on the beach. It could be at a <laughs> rink. Uh, I've, I think I've seen you in your car once. I think I, that's happened. Mike, Mike yeah. is dedicated here. Uh, you know, and like you said, Christy, hockey players make a good, uh, make a good professional person. But like, let's talk about your season. Uh, you got multiple kids in the game. Uh, you look well. There's no beard. Still have all your hair. What, yeah, what are you doing that you. I'm not? <clears throat> yeah, well, I, I find, I find greatest, I find finding great assistant coaches. So I will say thank you to Todd Man Cuso here at Round I've commandeered his office this morning. We have 130 kids today and then we'll have them all five all, all five days we have um introducing hockey to uh the rampo new york school district so they these kids this is unbelievable they these kids get to come here try hockey they do a little stem program in the classroom then they go outside and they learn some uh some movement skills and and, and work and then they go back to school so it's been a it'll, it'll be a fun week but yeah know, awesome. i'm excited uh how, yeah, do, we, how awesome. do we do that in the workplace do we have a yeah, exactly. for adult for free? <laughs> Yeah. Try, try, try. Hey, well, uh, you want to come here and try being an administrator? There go you ahead, go. It, I, I will lose my hair. Imagine telling your back. boss that one. Let's see <laughs> what, what kind of mood I am. Let's see what kind of mood I am on Thursday when the when the the last <laughs> of the eight hundred kids come through. But I think um, now nah, we had a great year. I, I think you know both my kids. Um, uh, you know both my kids had a. I think two different years, right? My one, my little guy, you know, came through his first year of. Uh, um, really starting to look at like the travel level and, you know, really just moving out of what we call a rookie league or an in-house hockey. So that was a little different. I, I probably shelter my little guy a little bit more. Like he doesn't even know there's triple a hockey and high level hockey. He doesn't, doesn't really understand that only because I don't 
talk about it. Like I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I shielding is the wrong word. I just don't think there's any, there's no, there's no rush for me to do that mm-hmm. um, based off of who he is. And, and uh, he's got a core group of kids that love going to the rink and getting on the ice. And if uh, he says he wants to go to the rink, we go to the rink. So it makes it easy for me. Um, my older guy had to, you know, finish his uh, first year of playing uh, uh, high school hockey. Got a lot of ice time, had a, had a great uh, experience. I forget, you know, I coached high school hockey for 25 years and I forget, I forgot uh, a little bit about the, from the player's perspective. And I really forgot like, oh my God, how bad was I as a high school coach to demand certain things I demanded out of kids? Like, no, no, you must be a practice. I know it's eight inches of snow, but if you're not, on the, if you're not here for practice, you're not going to play, you know, and the pressures we put on parents, um, that uh you know the coaches put on parents and i'm speaking as one of those that have done this right that that there isn't a lot of wiggle room for things outside of hockey and uh you know his coaches were great they understood like he's a you know going for his eagle scout so he had plenty of time to get that kind of work done and community service i probably have him do more community service than most kids so having the time to do all that having understanding coaches and understanding administrators that there's other things outside of the world of hockey, which I forget a lot, <laughs> was, uh, you know, really great. And, uh, you know, getting the ice time, meeting new kids. Uh, the first time that my kids have been in dynamic where they're with kids that are three or four years older um, in the locker room together. So that's a different, a much different dynamic. You know, you have, you know, once you, once you get a kid that's playing high school, you're going from kids that are getting driven to school, the kids that are, you know, driving out at night at, at 1130 at night and going out with their friends on the same team. And it's a, it's a really interesting dynamic and one I think we'll dive into at some point, but um, as a parent, it's uh, you know, it's hard. It's not easy because you know, you're, you're a, a, a 14 and 15 year old is not an 18 year old and they're in the locker room together and they're seeing each other on social media and they're seeing what the seniors are doing. Uh, and then the whole dynamics about, you know, what is hazing? What isn't hazing? what was hazing and what isn't hazing now. Like, it's just different. It's a di- we live in a different world. And I think Chris, to your point about, you know, the coaching side of things and knowing players, I mean, our, our players now are much more educated and much more informed and have much more information to give. And as coaches, you know, uh, I think you, it's your obligation to understand that you're that uh, to, like what Lee was saying. I don't think they're softer. I think they're, I think they're, they're they're just different they're there it's a different way they don't they don't just take like oh i was told to do this i must do this mm-hmm. like it's just and as much as i would love that i would like i told you to do this but <laughs> yeah, then yeah. you must do it um yeah. but it's like okay why do i have to do that or why are we playing that system and not 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 so much in a point of like questioning the coach it's just inquiring about but curiosity okay i just i just i just yeah. need to understand because i've been taught so many different ways because i've been educated so much I just want to understand my role here and what I'm doing. So, uh, but as far as, you know, in a nutshell, <laughs> you know, it's another hockey year. I think it went as well as it could go where there, where there's some horror stories in, in the mix. Yeah. I, I don't want to say I'm used to it, but I also don't want to say it's hockey. It's, it's in every walk of life. So I'm not going to blame hockey for any kind of, you know, outside the norm things that, that we encounter during the year. Um, Listen, I have a problem with the way people merge. So I, I, you know, it's not hockey. It's, it's just, (laughs) it's just, it's just, it's just, I I think overall though, when you look at the year and you say, okay, did my, did my, did my sons both progress? Did they love going to the rink? And did they want to go back? Check, check, check. And then we, you know, start going for next year. Yeah. Go ahead, Christy. No, that's great. You got to check those boxes. Uh, those are important ones to look at and make sure that, you know, when you reevaluate, when you evaluate your season, you know, did, did they grow? Did they learn? Did they have fun? Did they want to go back? If they don't want to go back, you need to reassess and figure out, well, right. what's going on here? Is it, is it, the, is it the sport? Is it the team? You know, ask them, dive deep, find out what's going on. Yeah. We, we have to remember there's more than one way to win. And and winning the final game or winning the big championship is not the the gauge on the whole season. It's it's a part of it for sure. Yeah. All right. I'm not I'm not saying it doesn't matter, but it's not the end of the world. You know, Mike said a funny thing about the kids um, being curious, and that's the word I think I want to use more. Is kids are not afraid to be curious. Now there is a line between being curious and and being you know like I don't want to do it. For example, uh, when I say to my kids go take a shower. Um, 
there's no need to be curious. You're going to take a shower because I told you to take the shower. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but on the, on the rink, uh, and I wish I could see this more. It's a drill. Well, uh, what, what's that? Why are we doing that part of the drill? And I'll see it, you know, cause I told you to kids asking, cause the kid's curious about knowing it. If the kid said, I don't want to do the drill, that's different. Right. So I, I think we need to be a little more in tune that, that a kids are more curious and from an emotional standpoint, this is where I think a lot of people miss the mark. They're a little more conscious to their feelings. Um, and, and that was seen as weakness for a very long, long time. And it's not weakness to be in touch with, hey, I'm not, I'm not feeling emotionally secure right now, right? As a coach, we have to help them get there to a point. I'm talking about youth hockey right now. Uh, yeah, right. And it's not, it's not, it's not, not even just youth hockey. Sorry, that, that goes beyond youth yeah. hockey. Yeah, my but bad. It's not, it's not, it's not insubordination. It's right. questioning. It's like, right. it's not questioning. Like, I, I don't think you know what the hell you're talking about, coach. Right. It's like, it's more like, wow, I, I love, I understand why we want to do that. But, you know, I, I've kind of been taught to do this sometimes. And I was wondering, like, what's the difference? Like, why would I go there instead of here? And then the coach it should be able to say, well, you're going there because this is the way when we break out and we have a scheme that somebody understands you're going to be there, to protect that person. And then you're going to be in a place where you can move the puck to this person. Oh, okay. I just needed to, I just kind of had a, you know, needed an idea of, of why that was. And I, I don't think us as coaches um, should be fearful of that. I think we should embrace that and want our players to want to ask and want to be involved and want to, you know, dive into, you know, what our philosophy is because, you know, an educated player can go back and discuss with it, with an uneducated parent. And I see this all the time at the high school level. Like if you looked at our season and say, Oh my God, this team was, you know, uh, I'll just make up a number, whatever, five and 20 or something, you know, whatever it was. I'm like, yeah, but as a parent, I might be like, Oh my God, that team stinks. But as a, as a coach, I'm like, Oh my God, you know, they lost 12 games by one goal. They lost eight games, um, you know, in, in, in the final two minutes of play, they lost three games when they didn't have like the one goaltender that was better than the other goaltender and they just played him because he need the other goaltender needed an opportunity to play. Like, so you look at all these different aspects and you say, well, the season was a huge success based off of learning and getting better. And it's nothing you can do about those losses. But if you understood the context of the loss, like I know it doesn't say like in the record books, uh, five and 20, but <laughs> 10 close games, <laughs> it doesn't say yeah. five and 20, but 20, but 18 were close. Like I get that. But you as a, as a parent have to see that as, okay, well, some tweaks here and, and some things we could have done here. And wow. If, and I say this all the time to my own kids, I go like, like if you're going to worry about like why you didn't score in the final minute of the play in a big game, well, ask yourself why you didn't score in the first minute of play in a big game. Like, like you need to, you need to understand the game is a, like, let's use 60 minutes as an example. And that the first minute is as important as the last minute. Um, you know, we, you know, you're seeing it recently in the college hockey uh, playoffs right now. I mean, teams that are, you know, maybe they're blowing teams out. There's close games. Like we lost the game. Like, yeah, but what did you do in the first five minutes that led to you mm -hmm. losing in that final second? So, again, it, I think I, I probably come at it from a different perspective because I'm not looking at it so much as a dad saying, oh, God, we lost again. I'm looking at it as, oh, Wow you know, that was a great game. Like, I can't believe how close we were to that team. Did you know they had a kid on that team that scored 50 goals this year and you guys didn't let him score any goals. So I don't know. I, I just look at it. I tend yeah. to look at it, but you know, but in the, in the whole scheme of things. Um, and sometimes I shouldn't, sometimes I should say, listen, you're the winner, you're lose. You, you know, you had a winning team or a losing team. I get that. But, but my I, own kids, I like the looking at the bigger picture. I think that gives you a better perspective of how your kids are doing and progressing when you look at the bigger picture. Like you well, how do you know? Did. Yeah. You don't, you don't really know if you only base it off, off the, the two, one loss, you don't know if there's any, it's, it's, it's a loss. There's no progression, yeah. but in right. fact, there's many, many progressions in there. And yeah. I, I think people, it's just like, I used to laugh when I was playing adult league hockey and like the leading goal scorer and their goalie wouldn't show up. You're like, Oh, we're going to win this game. Finally. This is great. I'm like, well, do you want to win against a team that doesn't have all their players? Like, I don't, I don't like that. Like I, that to me is not sporting. So in the high school level, it's like, oh, these four kids are going on their travel team uh, tournament this weekend. So we got them. We got them when they're down. I'm like, well, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if that's even a true like that's not even a true win. Like I want to beat them when they got all their horses. And so but but some, most most of the parents that I'm with in the stands, they look at that as like, wow, what an opportunity to beat this team. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm, I, like, I'm like, I'm like, did you really? That's been sad. <laughs> 
Yeah, you didn't. Yeah, but you didn't really beat the team. You beat you beat the team that wasn't there. So I don't know. Right. I just I, I just like you know. But again, if you could, but if, it looks if it's good gonna, on paper. Looks great on paper, and if it's and if it's for a playoff spot, I, I guess uh, take it yeah. when you get it. I think, right. I think then we I think we're I think we're asking for too many uh, you know Nancy Kerrigan incidents then if we do that. But I think it's just I, 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 it's I, I, a just, throwback, I, Mike. <laughs> sorry yeah I'm aging that was myself. a dark time that was the early 90s man come on yeah yeah but I mean I'm just you know if we want to if we want to if we want to you know make sure players are injured before we play them in competition I don't know if that's the right attitude but I think too <laughs> that it's okay you know what do we I try to see this is where I get curious is it we want the win or we just want the kids and ourselves to feel good about something because when you lose a lot of games in a row it doesn't feel great and you just want to feel the win um right. but I'm, I'm like you Mike like you know to me, that's it's it's almost like a it's like a quick fix, and it doesn't do much for a me. Past the day. Yeah, yeah, I want to feel like we did something. And, and here's the thing, I have gotten that feeling losing, but given everything we've had um, to a better team, right? Uh, that that's possible. But well, a lot went on there this year, Mike, and that's <laughs> I, I did oh, want to say that was only la- that was only last month. That was just last <laughs> month. That was one month. <laughs> that was one I, month. Oh my I, goodness. I, I, I wanted to say, because you did talk about this with coaching, that, and I say this a lot to my students and to the people I coach, great questions demand great answers. If you're not asking great questions, you will not get great answers. Kids tend to ask really great questions. Yeah. Um, you know, they do. And and you should be, in my opinion, as a coach, excited when a kid says, but why, what, like on the breakout, I wasn't taught this and I want to know why we're doing it. That's a great question. You shouldn't be upset yeah. that they're stopping practice for that. All right. Uh, and then adversely, players ask great questions, right? Don't just ask a question to ask a question. That's a great way to make your coach really upset, right? Ask a great and, question. And don't, and, and don't, and don't open it up with, you know, my dad said, Oh yeah. That's always fun. Like don't, don't do it that way. My dad but could be your dad. <laughs> you know, my yeah. dad said that our breakout sucks. And I was wondering, you know, can we try this? Cause he said, here's, and, and by the way, here's what he drew up. I, I'll email you the, the PDF of his uh, right. breakout. No, but it's, a, right. there's a way to ask and there's a way to be inquisitive and, and, and there's a way to be curious <laughs> And 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 just train your kids. Like, listen, if you really have a problem, go talk to the coach. Say, hey, listen, this is this is something I was wondering about. And I had a question about, and hopefully that coach says, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's like, I love players that are engaged right. and involved. Well, that's coaching. And, and want to yeah, but make sure they don't. Come. Mom and dad told me to ask you. Right. <laughs> just listen. It's got to come from them. My yeah. dad ranked the team one to five by player <laughs> skill, and he thinks you should put all the best players on the first line and put the worst players on the fourth line and. So yeah, we don't when even you have do a fourth do that, line. Just, just in, in full disclosure, when you do do that, don't share it with anybody. Just keep that in your own desk. Yeah, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Ever <laughs> put it in the vault, delete it. Um, don't, don't all right, it's your turn. Let's yeah, this, your assessment. This was a weird year for me. So th- technically, this is my third year in the youth progression, um, and it started out with just my son playing might as a skater, and I was content with that. <laughs> <laughs> and this thing, completely, but but lots of things started happening. I'm, I'm actually going to start. So, so first off, overall, fantastic year. Had another great group of parents and coaches, which uh, having played my whole life, I am always insanely thankful for. Uh, no drama at all. Not any drama. And, and anything considered drama was not. You know what I mean? It was like a blip. Um, so great parents and great coaches, great kids all around. Um, I'm going to start though around, uh, uh, probably late in last year, sometime probably October, November with my daughter, because now I am a two kid hockey parent, which was a fun change of we doing this twice as much. Um, but she started in learn to play at a local rink, picked it up pretty well. And then about halfway through, uh, the, the season, the actual season, we put her in the Adams program. She did pretty well. And then she's just concluded her, her might evaluation. So I have another might suddenly. And I, I did have that moment, both of you were like, but I just got done with one. I don't want to do it again. And so she, uh, you know, I, I'll tell you, this was a really interesting thing, guys, because uh, there was a discussion with me and another coach I really respect um, about, should we put her in Adams for another year? Right. Cause she, she's kind of fringe, right? She, she's, she's good enough, but she's a little fringe on being a might. And, you know, we, I talked to her about it and she said, really some smart things. She goes, well, I really want to skate with my friends. I really want to play with my friends next year. And, and her friends are uh, uh, the similar skill level as her. So I said, okay. And then she said to me, I want to be on a team. And I go, okay, you're saying these interesting things here. Um, And then she said this to me, um, 
And, and this is how much my daughter gets me. She goes, and I want you to coach me in the summer to make me better. Like, right between the heart. I was like, you can do whatever you want. Oh, you can be a mic. Oh, next she gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, so we put her in the mighty vowels and, and I'll tell you what, she held her own, um, um, after seeing her there, you know, I, I, I was like, this will be a good gauge for me to see her. Uh, and she was, she was fine. Like, I mean, I mean, she's not gonna make a top team and that's fine too. I don't really care. Right. The point is, is she, she's good enough to make a team. She's going to be on a team with her friends most likely. Um, and next year I'll be starting might again. And it's funny because I told the coach, there's a reason I'm not saying any names, but I told the coach, I said, look, if you coach that team, I will help you out and I will do the team building again. And I will, I will be on the bench. And cause I did that for my son and I want to make sure that, that, uh, you know, unless my daughter doesn't want me there for whatever reason that she knows I'm, I I'm doing this for you as well. I don't want them to think that I'm picking and choosing. So Alina is a might going into the next season. Uh, she went from not having really skated to a might hockey player in about six months, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. I'm very proud of her. Last story on her. I wanted to say this. Uh, she had her first ever game recently. And it's funny because every parent wants that wonderful moment where they get on the ice in the first game, and they score a goal, and they come off the ice and go, Daddy, I love hockey so much. I want to play. That didn't happen. It was a disaster. It was a complete nightmare. Let me tell you what happened. Yeah, it was the exact opposite. So so she's on the ice and, you know, a little bit of focus issues in the beginning because she never played. So we had to kind of be like, hey, you got to focus on the puck. You can't go in the corner and pick up the snowballs. It's the cutest thing in the world. Right. And then um, I saw her skating. She was going really fast. I'm like, all right, here we go. This is it. She's going to get it. Uh, and she fell down and she got hit with the puck in the oh. arm. She doesn't have a really lot of padding. And I saw her look at me and I saw the lips on the side start to go down. I said, oh, no. And then just... Ah, starts crying on the ice. And uh, it's, it, again, not much anxiety. It's just like, ah, oh, it sucks. Uh, the coach I was talking about went on the ice and sat with her for, I'm not kidding, about five minutes Ooh. on the ice discussing. It was a long time when you think about it. Um, and he finally convinced her to get up and come off the ice. And I'll tell you, uh, even I was like, come on, get up, let's go. But he spent the time with her and, and talked with her. And he said, I know that must hurt. And they got off the ice and she wouldn't go back out. Now this is this is where it turns. That was not what I was hoping for <laughs> in any way. Um, but the next day, she got up there. She went out and practiced. They had a scrimmage. She got an assist. The next day, she had evaluations. She got up. She got an assist. She just kept getting back up and going and going and going. Right. Uh, we I did give her Logan's my my son's elbow pads, which I think gave her some confidence. But the point is, she got back up and kept going. And I nice. told her that is what I'm most proud of is that you got hurt. You had a moment that you probably didn't want to do anything with hockey ever again in that moment as a six-year-old and you, you, you didn't let it stop you. In fact, you were pretty, pretty dominant today in terms of how your effort was. So that was a pretty awesome turnaround. I wanted to tell that story because, you know, I love that story. Yeah, rise from her ashes a little bit, but and um, you didn't yell at say there's no crying in hockey <laughs> no there was definitely crying in hockey that day but she look I'm, I'm i'm proud of her for having the determination to get up and keep going um yeah. I, th I i think that's we, so cool I, I think we underestimate that sometimes um especially in the youth levels that you know kid gets hurt and keeps going you get hurt we can't get out of bed yeah <laughs> you know so well, that, that's but that's sport right that's what we yeah. that's what we teach every day that's the whole reason we get up and go out and do this because that you can't you can't learn a lot of those things in other places. Like it's hard to learn failure in other things that you do. Like it's just hard. Like you know, it's it's just a different. It's because it's so physical. It's like okay, I physically can't stand up. Oh, now you're standing up. I right. physically can't walk across the ice. Oh, look, you're walking across the ice. Right. Like I physically can't ever score. I'll never be a goal scorer. I'll never score. Oh, I scored. Like. Even if you have to, if you even if you're a coach and you're good at this, like you manufacture that, you find a way to make that happen. Uh, and for a kid, you know that that now mom's on Facebook and the grandparents saw the video and everybody's happy and everybody's getting positive reinforcement. There's very few things that we can give our kids in life outside of sport that allows us to kind of use those building blocks. And that's right. what's so cool about it. I mean, yeah. and 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 us we as parents, it. and that's the reason why. Frankly, that's the reason why there's mini nets and light blue pucks and smaller rinks, and you know, you know, you're not on a, on a, on a on Yankee Stadium throwing a, a ball off, you know, home plate as a as a five year old and trying to hit, you know, and try to hit a strike. You're trying to put the kids in places where they can be successful and find success, 
even if you have to fake the success, because that's where the benefit happens. That's where the, the energy happens. Like right. there'll be plenty of time in life to fight, right. And claw your way out. But, but it, when you're young, you got to find victories. And, and if we can like make, you know, if we can make sure they're like, I, I know I, I love doing this to little kids where I know I can, I can make them fail. Even if I think they're good at something, I go, no, 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 that, that, that wasn't it. You failed at that. I didn't fail at that. No, you kind of did. No, no, I didn't. I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I didn't fail that. And next thing you know, they build and build and build. And then, and then, you know, then you, then you work on the next core skill. But I think to like with your daughter and I see this every day, I mean, I work with hundreds and hundreds of kids every week that that is the victory. The victory is huge is overcoming the adversity. And it's, it's just difficult to do that in other, in other pieces of life. Well, and And we celebrated it. We celebrated that she did that because I want yeah. her to know that was the victory. Awesome. And I remember when she got hit with the puck, she said, I didn't know that was going to happen. <laughs> it's like so cute. And I was you like, can well, tell her Sophia has a name for all her bruises. So that she start naming them. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good advice. I mean, no, it was funny because even Logan was like, this well, one's it's, Bruce it's, and this yeah. one's Addie. This yeah. one's, yeah. She doesn't name any of them Christy, right? She doesn't name them after you or your, your, no. your, your son. Or, uh, but no, it was cool. You know, we, again, we got her the new elbow pads and, and she was very confident. So that was that was her year. Mike, that was an extremely good uh, monologue you had right there. I'm not kidding. I, that, that's going to be a mini clip. Yeah, right there, that right was there. great. Good reminder, um, especially parents just starting out with their kids in hockey. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and again, or, or, or have kids playing for yeah. years and years. I mean, there's we have to, right. I don't know. I just think I just think there's ways you can build positive results right that you can and, and if your kids are really good at something that you got to find a way to get them to fail because they're not going to be really good at forever and, and yes. you know, well, maybe they maybe they will be maybe, i don't know but they're still like, going to face adversity there's no right, way around so, it. so the more yeah. you can you can have them face adversity without them getting hit by a truck that's the goal right, right. i mean like let's let's get hit like, by a truck <laughs> right right like okay let's let's do something where we don't have an extreme like i don't mind a kid like I don't mind goalies getting hurt a little bit and be like, hey, this is what happens. Goalies are gonna get hurt. Like, like that's gonna sting, or that's like you don't want to break the kid's arm, but you want them to know, like, ooh, that's well, you got to overcome that. That's just that's just you know, yeah. that's just pain. Pain's well, temporary. I'm gonna you know, you're not hurt. You know, you're not hurt. You're just a little pain. I used to love teaching overspeed training, Mike. Uh, and for those you don't know what that is, it's it's making a athlete skate as fast as they can until they fail, until they fall down. Uh, yeah. Because because it helps them understand their limits, um, and the 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 fall down helps you gauge how good you are. The failure helps you gauge. So I used to love doing that. Uh, but yeah, I, I think you're right, Mike. Is that putting your position your kids in a position to fail safely so you can build them up? I mean, it, it, what's funny, Mike, you're making me think about this too. You know, I'm 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 old enough now that I have seen kids I've coached go from uh, very young all the way through to high school and college now. And I, I, I can't tell you how many parents I, I remember their parents when I was younger saying, my kid sucks. He can't even skate. And then that kid ends up being captain of the high school team, you know, right. 12 years later. Uh, you just don't know. So, so again, my daughter's skill level is irrelevant to me, right? What's relevant to me is, wow, she got back up and she understood yeah. that she can do this. And that's the, that's a life lesson I would love for her to have at six. Now, right. speaking yeah, of that, back up, but she got back in the game. Let, let's talk about other ways of getting back up with my son this year. So um, when the year started out, Christy, you like this. I remember the last summer league game, he said, can I try goalie? I said, yeah, oh. go get in that. So you can try it. I want you to try it. That was your first mistake. Well, say, yeah. well, he seemed excited. He seemed very excited about it. All right. And he jumped in that. And I'll, I'll just say he looked like a kid who had never played goalie before. All right. Um, and he came off. He said, that was awesome. I was like, yeah, that was great, but okay, let's get on the ice to start skating. So the season starts, uh, team has no goalie. All right. So, uh, as, as they're supposed to do, they start rotating the goalie. Right. Um, and, uh, the team's doing okay. We're progressing pretty normally, pretty normal might team. Uh, and then it becomes Logan's turn to play goalie. Right. And, and we got raggedy old pads and he jumps in net and the kid sports a shutout, which I'm like, that's not good. <laughs> for me right so well he loved it he loved he really enjoyed it and i I remember uh, i've talked about this a few times on the show that uh, he did pretty well next couple times he played like we still rotating did all right went in the games and i I told my wife because i'm i'm seeing this trending towards goaltending i'm telling my wife here's here's how we're gonna know because i'm gonna say this again he was very excited and very happy to a level i had never seen him before in the game and if you remember last year i I often questioned I, i don't know if he loves this i know he likes it 
but I was yeah. starting to see this develop. And I said to my wife, here's what's going to happen. At some point, he's going to get pumped. We're going to lose 15 nothing. Right. And that's how we'll know. And it happened. And I remember I said, okay, do you still want to be a goalie? And it was no hesitation. Yeah. When do I get back in net again? And that's when wow. I started to realize. This is real. This has happened, <laughs> right? So um, slowly over the next couple months, because we were still rotating, uh, he was getting in net more and more. It kind of came down to two kids. Um, the other kid's a great kid as well. He, he still wants to play goalie, but you know we got Logan some some secondhand pads for super affordable price. It wasn't wasn't hard. And my attitude was, if he doesn't take this, we'll donate him back. Um, and he's he started playing goalie every game, every game. And and this is where I want to talk about the life lessons again, because uh, he learned for the first time. Okay, I have to work at this. I have to get better at certain things here. And we've talked about this, Mike. You and I on several episodes too with Christy. That you know at that age, the net's big. It's a big net. And you're going to get scored on. And I noticed about three quarters through the season that he was starting to have some uh, tr uh, challenges getting scored on if it was a lot of goals against. And he was starting to kind of get a little dramatic um, or really frustrated. I mean, they were all legit emotions, but I'm talking about like, you know, how nine-year-olds throw their heads back. And um, and this is where I, I, I'm really proud of my son is we had a conversation about that, about the mental side of it. Now, most of you know, I'm a mental performance coach. I'm a team building coach. So this is, this is kind of almost scary for me as his father. Cause like, this is what I do. <laughs> so I sat him down and I said, look, Logan, here's the deal. I said, if you want to be in that position, you have to be working on your mentality and your mental side of the game, or you can't play that position. And I was pretty adamant about that last part. I said, you do not need to be perfect, but you, I need to see that you're working on it. Right. And he understood and he took that on. And slowly but surely, I noticed him starting to understand, okay, a goal has gone in. What do I do? And, and, and the, the progression of that was, I said, I used to say to him, what, what happens when the puck goes in the net? And at first he was saying, well, it doesn't matter. I said, no, no, it, it matters. <laughs> it matters if it goes in. But but what are we going to do about it? He goes, well, I just have to let it go. And I said, yeah. And I told him, and we, we've had a lot of great goalie episodes. I said, you have 10 seconds. You got three seconds to, to be mad or frustrated. I said, it's okay to feel that. I'm not going to tell you not to be upset if the puck goes in the net, especially at his age. You have three seconds to be frustrated. You have three seconds to review in your mind maybe what happened and what you should have done differently. And then you have three seconds to calm yourself down. And then you have one second and the puck drops, right? And and he's started to subscribe to that. Um, now, what's cool, the team itself got better. We won a tournament uh, in Ocean City, Maryland, which was huge for the kids. That was usually the highlight of the year. Uh, the team building I did with the kids, let me tell you about this. I, I do a lot of uh, two-minute meditative type things which is hard for adults. And when I started with the kids this year, uh, as you can imagine, they're very distracted and I've really learned to be patient. But just to give everybody an idea, I've, I would ask these kids to close their eyes and breathe or listen for, for a few minutes. And, and I want you to think about your own kids, how long they could do that for. By the end of the year, I would say, close your eyes and they would just do it and they, would, they were right on top of it. Thus proving again that children can learn these basic exercises to get themselves focused and calm and ready to go, um, which is a mission of mine, right? But these kids did it. And I, well, this is what I'm proud of with the kids. And I'm going to tell you how this kind of ended up. We we were kind of promoted to the A division of this last tournament we had, which I, I'm going to be very honest. We were not, we, we did not, should not have been in that division. Um, now, my attitude was this, but we are in that division and we're going to face it. And, and and everyone's bitter. This is a situation we, we know we're not going to win a game. All right. And this is what I'm proud of. The three games we played, I will just say we're not close in any in any way. We were never in the game. These kids never gave up, ever. And I'm telling you, everybody listening, there were plenty of times to give up, right? Uh, we're talking double-digit, high double-digit scores. They never quit, and they were smiling after the game. They weren't happy all the time, but they were smiling. And then after the, the last game we played yesterday as a team and got pumped, they were happy, I, I, you know, they wanted to work hard. They never quit. We had a party afterwards, and they were all hugging and holding each other and, and happy. That's the point. That's a success. That's a win, all right? Yeah. It's not the way I wanted to. <clears throat> I want to win losing three games in a load of greater teams, but they were together. They were singing together. They were playing, doing things together. You know, you can tell they're sad when they're leaving. That's the win, right? So I'm very proud of that. And, and just to lighten the mood here a little bit, 
We only have a few minutes left. Uh, we talk about coaches gifts all the time. I, we, I got some coaches gifts I want to share with you. And, and, and you guys are going to love these because they're going to make you laugh. So the first one's uh, actually pretty cool. Uh, for those of you who can't see, uh, it's an engraved puck. It says Coach Lee Elias uh, and the team name. And what I love about this puck is on the back, they put all the players' names, all the coaches' names. Um, and then they – they I, I, I really was uh, uh, proud of this, taken away by this. They put as team building coach, and that was my name next to that one, which is really cool to me. Uh. That's, that's what I am. Um, uh, and again, I, 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 I've mentioned this, I took a step away from the ice this year and primarily just did, um, team building, right. I, I think I was on the ice one time this whole season with them and maybe on the bench four or five times. So I really took a, took a break from that side of it. Now, the next thing that awesome. they gave me, I was not, I was not expecting, and you guys are going to love these. They had all the kids fill out these questionnaires about their coach. Right. Oh so, no. Yeah, they asked for parent feedback. They, they asked the kids for feedback. And I just started a few items here. Um, I won't say any names, but the first question here, they ask, how old do you think the coach is? Um, and I'm proud to say I have about an average average age of 40, uh, except for one here. Uh, I, I, it says I'm 63 million years old, whatever, whatever <laughs> that means. But I didn't, I didn't, you know, how you kind of take away the top score and the bottom score. I'm about 40 on here, which is, which is. Well, you did roam with the dinosaurs, I, didn't I, you? Well, I, I coach a lot of dinosaurs to be better coaches, <laughs> but they, 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 you, you know who you are. Right. Um, here's, here's the, the few ones I want to go. So one of the questions they ask is he always says, right. And, uh, this is what I love. One of the answers is that the score is zero, zero. Um, I love this because this is something I implemented, which was no matter what the score is, it's always zero, zero in your head. And whether we were losing 25, nothing or winning nine to three, the score was always zero, zero. And they knew to say that, um, I love that. One. He always says, you got to focus on the game. Keep trying. Uh, one of them says, look at me in the eyes. Yes, I'm, I'm very like, you need to look me in the eye when you're speaking to me. Yeah. Um, that was good. Uh, and then, yeah, what's the score? I got two of those. Another one I got, uh, my favorite thing about Coach Lee is, right? Which I thought was a really, uh, I took these really seriously, right? It, 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 he does activities with us uh, that he does with the older kids. So because uh-huh. I do the same team building exercises, you yeah. know, a little bit more abbreviated, they love that I did the same work with them that I do with the pro players. Um, which is is true, right? Because um, it yeah. it really transcends age. So I thought that was uh, special. This is this one hit me harder than I thought it would. It said, "My favorite thing about Coach Lee is he's nice and kind." Ah, uh, that's a good that's you know, so for a kid to say that, and he wrote that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, doing off ice was another answer. Um, he helped us become a better team. He helped us build trust in each other, right? It's a, it, it, this is how I know I'm doing my job, <laughs> right? So that's um, awesome. That last one, these are good. These are good. It says, the last question was, Coach Lee is the best because okay, they're, they're prompted pretty nicely, to be fair. Uh, he teaches us, and he's kind. Another one. He tells us the strategy for the game. The head coach is listening. Don't worry, that's not a reflection on you. Uh, he helped us learn. He's nice. Um, I love this. You know, he helped us all become friends with each other uh, besides just teammates. These are these are eight-year-olds, nine-year-olds writing this. And then this you is did a this good is, job. This this one right here, uh, and this this young this person that said I was thirty six, which I really appreciate. Uh, <laughs> Coach Lee is the best because he believes in us. Oh, that's that. Yeah. These are special. Yeah, I'm awesome. looking at these. One, one person thought I was thirty, Mike. I'll take. That I'm too. sure Mike gets lots of reviews like that too. He's warm and fuzzy. Yeah, Coach Mike is the best because of his podcast. <laughs> I don't get any of that. No, I that's okay. That's okay. I, <laughs> All right. I, I know we're short that's on time awesome. today. Yeah. So that's awesome. uh, th- thank you. I wanted to share these because the kids took yeah. the time to do them. And I actually, I wanted to share them because uh, my team, this is a great idea to have your kids fill out, fill out these little questionnaires about their coaches. Cause here's the deal. Obviously the parents rank us too, which is very right. important. It's very important. Yeah. as part of the process, but I love that you ask the kids to do this. All right. And, yep. I, and I'll be honest with you, if they were bad, I would have, I would have wanted to see them too. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, yeah. Sure. you know, so so, but they're not bad, they're good, so I'll take that. But that's the season in review. Uh, Logan graduating to squirt, gonna be a goalie full time. That happened. Uh, Alina's, I'm I, I just got out of the mite journey and I'm gonna start it again. It's <laughs> oh, okay, it's okay, so it's, fine. it's fine. I'll yeah. sleep, I'll sleep sometime in the 30s. That's yeah. how I'm gonna look at it. Sleep's um, overrated, yeah. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'll live with that. All right. Friends, thanks for uh, sharing your years and reviews. Any final words before I close this up? Yeah. 
No, I'm good. I mean, I, 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 I love think that weird review with the kids. I think every team should pick that up. I agree. It's important they, to hear their voices as well as what at any what age. The kids say. Yeah, yeah. at any age. I agree. Well, that's you, that's like you know, coaching one hundred and one, right? If you if you have to have an exit interview, you know, your players, you should have one. Your players should have an exit interview with you too. And and right. I think at, at the youth level, it's great to get the perspective. And and you you know, the people that really never want these are the ones that know they did a horrendous job. So. You know, I think if you if you've done a good job, you want that you want to get that positive reinforcement. You also want to find out, you know, who didn't I reach and and you know who didn't I, you know, maybe get this message through to, and then how can I get it through to them next time? And I think that's a great it's a great lesson, you know, for organizations uh, that you could be that proactive and and you know really you you know get the parents to express themselves in a in a positive way. I mean, they could have bashed you on there too, but right. I mean, really, it's like, okay, let me think about yeah. it. And let me think about what, like, let me really, when it's all said and done, my kid had a great experience. Like, and this is after they did these exit interviews after you guys got, you know, pounded up pretty good. So that's even better. Yeah. 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 It, it, and parents yeah. are really complimentary too. And yeah, it's awesome. And Mike, you, you remember, like, again, when I coached college, I used to do exit interviews and I used to put a whole packet together of their answers. And some of them, I let them do obviously away from us just, just because I wanted them to be honest. Right. But I took those, I read through them. I wanted to learn. I wanted to be better. Yeah. Um, there's yeah. never a time not to do that. So this has been a wonderful uh, episode. Again, this is kind of the conclusion of the 22-23 season from a standpoint of our kids. Uh, but the seasons of our kids play hockey will continue well uh, into the year and into the summer. Uh, we have a lot of great guests coming up, a lot more episodes of our kids play goalie. Uh, for all, the, all, the, all, of, all of you that are listening, excuse me, uh, it's the end of the season for you too. So we, we hope you had a wonderful season, but just remember, we know sometimes that's not the way it is. We know sometimes it's challenging. I uh, just remember, as we said, all the way back at the beginning of the episode when Christy was answering, this is a marathon. It's not a sprint. There is no one day or one year of your journey that's going to define the entire journey, right? And as parents, we have to walk that journey with our kids together. And I want you all to know you're doing a great job <laughs> because if, if you're listening to this show, it's not just the show. We know you care and you're doing a great job. All right. So whether it was a, a tough year or a great year, you're doing a great job. We believe in you with that. And uh, we want to thank you again for sticking with us the whole season. And uh, please continue to listen to this summer because we're not going anywhere. I got, I got 10 more, 12 more years of this. 12 more years of this. Okay. We got to figure it out. And on season 15 of the show, well, maybe we'll, 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 we'll revamp it. But for now, I appreciate all you staying with us. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Our Kids Play Hockey. For Christy Cashiano Burns and Mike Benelli, I'm Lee Elias. Remember, you can get all the episodes at ourkidsplayhockey.com. Your reviews are appreciated. Your shares are appreciated. You are appreciated. Have a wonderful week, everybody. We'll see you next time. We hope you enjoyed this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey. Make sure to like and subscribe right now if you found value wherever you're listening, whether it's a podcast network, a social media network, or our website, ourkidsplayhockey.com. Also, make sure to check out our children's book, When Hockey Stops, at whenhockeystops.com. It's a book that helps children deal with adversity in the game and in life. We're very proud of it. But thanks so much for listening to this edition of Our Kids Play Hockey, and we'll see you on the next episode.